Hello all and welcome to Ensuing Confusion, your friendly actual play RPG podcast. We are playing Scum and Villainy in a campaign of our own creation that we made in a microscope back in the day. Maybe we'll do a session where we like talk a little bit more about that, maybe after the maybe as like a postmortem or something that could be fun. But anyway, uh, I am your producer and game master, Connor Sheridan, and I am joined today, starting at noon on the Google Meet, by Kitty playing a quell the mystic hi there <laughs> and tony playing augustine the speaker welcome uh, catherine playing gadget the mechanic hi guys thanks for joining us and cleric playing myriad the muscle why are you here please <laughs> what <laughs> oh that's thank that's you thank a... you for being here actually i thank you <laughs> i was gonna say that's a really good idea we could be the tsundere uh, uh-huh. actual play podcast. not that i of... want you guys here yeah Baka. <laughs> it's not like we made this podcast for you or anything <laughs> uh-huh. we are very excited for you to be here listening tonight every night that we put this out Mm-hmm. And if you um, don't listen, then how are you receiving this message, sorcerer? <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, and I am going to try very hard today because I was just listening to, to a session where I did this a lot to not call Quell Gadget or Myriad <laughs> or or call Myriad Quell or do any of those things. I feel like Augustine is usually safe. Augustine stands alone. But the rest of you three, it's like it's like my mother calling calling me and my brother by the wrong name constantly, and that's okay because that's that's a parent thing. I love you, mom. <laughs> um. Well, through the power of post editing, you know you can change you can change that in the future. Like, oh hey, well, <laughs> <laughs> I should look into that. Uh, I really should. Um, <clears throat> but yes, you uh, can. Listen to us, however you're listening right now. Thank you for doing that. But other options that you have, uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to us on Google Podcasts, subscribe on Spotify, just head to our website, ensuingconfusion.pinecast.co, follow us on Twitter, at ensuingpodcast, all one word. That will all get you our, our precious content into your precious little ears, and we will thank you. So much for uh, joining us and staying with us. They are precious. Very precious. Just wonderful, wonderful little hearing parts you got there. I'm sorry. This is creepy. Uh, I should go. I should go. Um, It's been a good game. (laughs) Uh, So... We are going to pick up, back up uh, on the arboreal landberg of Arbalon, where uh, our, our crew had recently finished a, a grand hunt. Um, it picked up all kinds of meats and tongue meats and milks uh, and found that their, um, their, not really client, but their drop-off people... I don't know what you'd say how you'd describe this business relationship. Was their old friends on the cool name goes here? Um, they linked up, 
Gadget helped turn their hot baths into cold storage for the meats. And uh, you all came back to Arbalon to uh, kind of, you know, finish up some business, maybe get a little R&R in before you start on the actually fairly long trip to Subita. I'll take us over to the vast map. Uh, and I think this will actually be the longest trip we've done in the game so far, because they're clean on opposite sides of the explored vast. Um, you could try to cut through the Reverend assemblage. I don't know how that would go for you. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a little trip. You all have some downtime actions to clear, and you also have a little bit of business to clear up with um, with Chalice, your Reverend envoy friend. Um, you're basically the reason you brought them here was to try and link them up with a uh, link them up with uh, an element of the Union of Landbergs here, which is this sort of you know brewing resistance to the uh, Azure Empire. Um, sort of being the, the de facto um, unifying presence sort of government, but not really extremely hands-off, except when it comes to taking your stuff. Um, and you needed to find some place to leave them so they're not just hanging out on your ship all the time and you don't get paid. Um, but they had done some stif- sniffing around, Chalice had, um, and had found somebody who seemed like a good candidate named Parney Star Thatcher, who is actually the um, original leader of the hunting uh, parties that would go out um, to gather up the, the, the meats and whatnot for the this black market trade after Myriad left. So, I think I remember that... Did somebody want to accompany Chalice there, or are you just going to see Chalice off and say... Nice to know you. I think that I'll accompany Chalice and, of course, anybody who wants to come with me. But I know that uh, Quell has been feeling very protective of Chalice and ensuring that they're doing all right and getting handed off, you know, to the right person would be part mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. So be- before Chalice goes their own way, right? Mm-hmm. They- um, mm-hmm. Augustine is going to kind of just chill probably at, you know, the common entrance to the beluga, just sitting on a barrel, waiting for Gadget to come by. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, we're going to have to talk to Captain Dad. Oh. <laughs> uh, where is where's Gadget uh, off to? Like, what what are you gonna kind of occupy yourself with in this in your last day of Arbalon? And she has no interest in engaging with Chalice anymore than was absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, one of her long term projects is she's trying to work on her poor her poor rat drone, which mm-hmm. keeps getting mutilated on every adventure. Um, <laughs> would there be anything here for? Um, for repair supplies, I doubt there's going to be any uh, power sources for the drone, but any repair parts, maybe we can work on the vessel before we can make it functional again. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's, I'm sure there's some places that keep stockpiles of, of parts, you know, for ships that come by and need to repair themselves, you know, for 
Urshad when um, they need to pick up some new new parts for either crafting weapons or you know their prosthetics and equipment. Um, so there's there's certainly places you could go for to look for that kind of thing. Oh, that is a good idea. I didn't even think about the prosthetic store. Um, and since everything is made out of carbon fibers, you know that's just fascinating. <laughs> One in Rome. Uh, all right, so you're probably heading out to Shad's shop when Augustine uh, stops you. Sounds about right. <laughs> hey, Gadget. Ah, uh, yes? So, I have an inkling that you might have something that doesn't belong to you. Of course, I didn't realize it was supposed to be a secret. You said treat our guests the way we expect to be treated ourselves. So I I expected for my things to be rifled through if I was on enemy territory. I thought I got your blessings. That's quite the interpretation. (laughs) I'm seeing now that there is a little bit of miscommunication. Uh... (laughs) So we invited Chalice onto our ship so we could transport them to their destination. I don't know that you would want to have someone rifling through your stuff if you were being transported somewhere. So you you see the disconnect? Well, we'll keep that in mind for future envoy transfer missions. And Augustine's kind of just holding his hand out. Um... Either well, I can return it, or you can return it. Uh, well, do we have to return all of it? Yes. Uh, well, I got some fantastic news. I could tell you where all mine are, and she pulls out Chalice's um, case full of filters. Mm-hmm. Um they're not all present, though. I may have lost one. What is your definition of lost? <laughs> uh, well, there was originally three files, and now we're down to two. And, and how did you lose the third one? I may have given it to a friend. Care to share who the friend was? It may have been shot. I may have... Uh, shared Chalice's files with Shad, the shopkeep? I I see. Well, (sighs) just heavy sigh from Augustine. I I could see how that's a breach of uh, uh, information and how we probably uh, should do our best at damage control. Uh, Wouldn't want word to get out about this. So... Are you able to clean this up on your own, or do you need my assistance? Uh, I'll do my best. I appreciate that. <laughs> is that a lie? That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many lies It's not a lie, but it's not a, it's not a statement of confidence. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair so I'll, I'll leave it to Gadget. And before we go, I'll just check in with Chalice to see that they've received their missing items back. Okay. 
Uh, and speaking of Chalice, I think, um, yeah, they're, uh, I think all of their stuff is in the guest quarters right now, right? So they're not, like, preparing to move, um, presumably, if they're going to be staying here a while, they might, like, move in with whoever sponsors them or whatever. But for the time being, this is really more, you know, just, like, meeting people, making that contact, having people vouch for you. Um, and they're planning to head out to, to meet up with Parney. Uh, Quell's going. Uh, did anybody else want to accompany? Augustine will. Alright, so. Um, I think Parney probably lives, uh, I bet they, or wait, no, she, yeah. Parney, that star, star Thatcher, she, her, lives kind of in like, probably like a, uh, I don't know, all of the living spaces are probably equally nice because it's a commune, right? Um, they probably have a, or she has, probably has a pretty decent, uh, view. Oh, and yes, I was going to say she's, um, in like an infirmary or something, but I think she's recovering from home right now. Um, so you can go in and knock on her door. Uh, and I think, um, someone will open it up, not her. Um, and they'll, they'll greet you. Um, you know, this is kind of like an in-house care thing. Um, and you can get shown in and Parney is kind of sitting there, uh, laying there in bed, laid up. Um, they have some pretty clear injuries. Um, I think they, uh, they're probably missing their left arm up to the elbow now, but it's okay. Shad's fitting them for a prosthetic and Shad's very good at what, uh, at what they do. Um, I think Parney will put down the book when you walk in and just say, are you the folks who've been asking about me? Well, I, I don't know so much about asking about you, but uh, I do think you're the person we may be looking for. Mm. Mm. Uh, who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Oh, uh, you can call me Quell. I don't go by anything particularly fancy. Quell will do just fine. <laughs> okay. Quell and... Uh... Augustine Rigby, at your service. Justin Rigby, nice to meet you. And uh, finally, the you know spotlight falls on Chalice, and uh, Chalice kind of gathers themselves up and says, uh, "I am Chalice without want. It's a pleasure to meet you." Uh, and Parney just kind of makes a face at that name, uh, and is like, "So, what can I help you all with?" And Chalice kind of starts stumbling over their words. <laughs> it's kind of a weird story. Um, well, you see, uh, have you heard of the Union of Landbergs? Um, and I think Parney just instantly lights up when Chalice mentions that. Um, and you can t- kind of talk shop for a while. Uh, it becomes clear that Parney isn't actually like an active member of the Union of Landbergs right now, but um, she would like to start a chapter here. Um she says she served half a tour in the Asia fleet, but decided to go their separate ways, by which she means she deserted. Um, but, you know, she served long enough to learn how to, uh, like, you know, handle weaponry and ships and, you know, just enough to, to get dangerous. Um, and uh, she, it's, it's clear that she harbors a lot of resentment for the Azure Empire and the role it kind of plays in vast society. Um which, you know, is a, a good quality for a union of Landberg's representative to have. Um, 
and I think after a while of talking, it becomes, you know, it becomes clear that uh, you don't know how, in terms of personalities, they'll get along, but this seems like at least a promising start for the union of Landbergs here. So I'm trying to remember because I've been really bad at notes for myself. Uh-huh. Um, who was it that Augustine had? Was Augustine part of the Azure fleet before as well? Yeah, you well, you were part of the Azure Empire because I think you were part of Indigo Analytics. The Azure fleet is specifically like the navy of the Azure Empire. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, you can step out, or you know, you can you can talk for a while, uh, unless there's any specific questions you had for Parney, because I don't want to play too much of me talking to myself um but <laughs> anything specific that you want to zoom in on that's that's the best thing to do as a dm though or a gm <laughs> i enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> well to give you like you know kind of a, a broad strokes of it it's a lot of parney be like kind of uh clenching their fists and just you know like being very fiery about um uh, her distaste for the Azure fleet and all of the pro- or Azure Empire and all of the problems it's caused for you know um, all the problems it's caused for for Arbalon. Uh, she's a little mad at Myriad, but because for starting this whole thing, but really blames it on Protector and Affairs because you know they were the ones buying it uh, uh, to start with, and you know they were kind of profiting from it. So really, they just more look at Myriad as like you know a, a poor sap in the cogs. Just like so many sap in the cogs, gross. Uh, <laughs> just, just another person who is, you know, kind of like uh, tempted away and used up by the Azure Empire. Uh, and Chalice is Im- impressed by their, you know, instant dedication to this cause that they aren't all that familiar with, uh, and seems a little hesitant at first, but is finds this promising Mm -hmm. so you know quell is kind of leaning back against a a wall taking in the interaction um because again she has these thoughts you know she she likes chalice she thinks they're very nice she doesn't think that they're particularly nefarious and she understands the benefits of the union of landbergs but she is, and she has no love for protectorate affairs or the Azure fleet. But she's also kind of thinking, huh, like, again, what does this uh, this group, whose name I'm totally blanking on, the Reverend Assemblage, there we go. Mm-hmm. Now, how exactly does the Reverend Assemblage benefit from building a stronger union of Landbergs? And she knows that, Chalice has been thinking like, oh, well, you're all going to wind up joining us anyway. Wouldn't it be great if we all got along first? But that might take some time for happening. Mm-hmm. And Quell knows that not many people in this world do things for free or without some benefit to themselves. <laughs> so at this point, Quell is thinking, who is Chalice the patsy for? Well, in the past, uh, uh, it's a fair question, but in the past, another thing that Chalice has mentioned is that the Azure fleet is kind of keeping the Reverend Assemblage locked down to a certain point. 
You know, right. like when they try to leave, um, they're either they're turned away at best in many instances. Ah. Uh, um, so, and then ostensibly remembering that in character, since I didn't remember it out of character. Hey, mm-hmm. um, making friends with the Union of Landbergs and helping support and build up the Union of Landbergs might uh, weaken the Azure fleet and make it easier for the Reverend Assemblage to, you know, do what they're going to do without yes. interference. Yes, Got like all, like all political machinations, it's an enemy of my enemy kind of thing. Got it. So that leads to the question, why send a child? Because <laughs> we've established that Chalice, they're approximately 15 to 16. They're, mm-hmm. you know, naive. They're mm-hmm. definitely excitable. And they're, they're, very, uh, they're very excited to rep the reverent assemblage. But you can't tell me that this is somebody who knows the inner workings of the reverent assemblage (laughs) well they are here because they won an essay contest about (laughs) you know this is basically the state apparati of the reverent assemblage (laughs) so they're the most fervent cheerleader yes (laughs) there we go or at least that's what they say they they say that you know they were they were chosen for this role because of the essay contest (laughs) wow well, it's just sitting here taking this all in as she she watches this exchange between Carney and Chalice. And um, I think she would say, well, Chalice, I'm going to help you get anything you need to get settled in here for a while. Uh, but before we leave, I, I want to make sure we find uh, that missing item you mentioned. Uh, and I think that... Chalice, who was starting to relax, um, you know, getting accustomed to like, you know, Parney's occasional shouts. She works herself up. It's okay. We all do sometimes. Um, <laughs> and Chalice just kind of goes like bolt upright again when you mention it. Uh, and is just like, oh, yes, of course. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Quell. Yes, that would be good. I have um, no doubt that it'll turn up before we leave. <laughs> Oh, so you and uh, Chalice kind of turns from Quell to Augustine. So you told the captain about it. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I mentioned that one of your items went missing upon the captain's ship. The captain should be informed. Uh, come here for a second. And uh, I want to make sure I get a chance to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quell's not entirely convincing. But kind of gestures Chalice to follow her uh, outside for a moment Uh and goes in for a a hug. And when she's doing so, uh, whispers to Chalice, why is this something that we're not supposed to be talking about? What exactly is in these little filters that you, you kept in this case? And I think we cut away from there to Gadget heading to um, to Shad's shop. Are you going on your own or are you going to bring Myriad? Um, she's going to try doing this on her own first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she, she might need some emotional support later because talking to people is not where she excels at. But <sighs> for now, she's going to try to make Augustine proud. All right, do this herself. Myriad watches <laughs> you leave heading out with Shad. <laughs> Shad shop shot up 
and it's just mm. like there goes gadget don't know what they're doing just bye <laughs> i think you probably get about halfway to shod's shop when you run into shod okay all right oh i wasn't expecting to meet him so soon i didn't even get time to like pump myself up uh kind of like whenever you order pizza on the phone you have to give yourself like a little pep talk before you <laughs> dial the number um all right uh gadgets like sweating profusely because this is terrifying talking to people um <laughs> And even worse, admitting that she's wrong about something, which is very outside of her uh, zone of comfort. Mm. And she's like, oh, Shad, uh, I'm really glad that I bumped into you. Hey, I have a very urgent and important favor to ask of you. I don't suppose you remember the other day when we came into the shop? Yeah, yeah. Um, Actually, I was hoping to run into you. Um, Is is Myriad around? I kind of need to... Talk to him about that. Ah, uh, no. I mean, I guess you can come too, but um, well, I'm intrigued. So, well, <laughs> uh, and it's clear that Shad is trying to think of a way to say, like, I don't entirely tr- ha- trust you to handle this information that I need to tell somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, uh, unfortunately, Gadget does not have the social skills to see when somebody else is uncomfortable it's it's about the thing you brought in but i think uh myriad should hear this too oh uh right yes of course um let me go get myriad then (laughs) okay okay just just meet me back at the shop Uh, i'll show you (laughs) all right so (laughs) Gadget's kind of cursing at herself at this point because now she has to have two social interactions with people in one day and it's already not turning out great for her. Um, She's going to be actively looking for Myriad. I think Myriad watches as Gadget approaches and it's like, you know how cartoons and there's like smoke coming out of the cartoon's (laughs) ears. (laughs) That's what I imagine Gadget looks like as she approaches Oh, thank God, St. Myriad. I can trust you. All right. (laughs) Listen, I think I... Oh, I don't know how to say this. Do you know the feeling that you get when you're not right? Um, Because I think that's what happened the other day when I gave Shad the vial that we uh, pilfered from Chalice. And we need to get that back. We... Me. I tried to ask him once and it didn't work out. I need you. Okay. Um, I'll go with you. But I didn't take those. You took those. <laughs> We're back to this. <laughs> that is factually it's correct. It's fine. I'll go. I'll go. I'm coming with you. We're walking. Let's walk. Let's walk. Okay. Thanks, because Dad's going to get, I mean, the captain's going to get really mad if we don't bring this back to them. And we, uh, I think we can cut to the Shad's shop. Um, you you walk in, Shad asks you to, to flip the door sign behind you as, as, as you as you step in. I flip um, it with my cane. Okay. Thanks, thanks. Um, uh, c- come back, come back to the workshop with me. 
Um, and Chad leads you back to the workshop where, you know, the A modified your cane before. Um, and there's, uh, you know, the, the workshop is all there. It's all pretty normal. It's kind of weird. There's like a little, there's like a little bump that wasn't there on their workshop before. It looks kind of weird, but, um, Chad just kind of starts in as like, okay, so, um, Gadget. Myriad, you gave me that that vial before. Uh, well, okay, Gadget did it. <laughs> Myriad, I don't know. I don't know if you any knew anything about it, um, but I I think I know what it's made of. But it doesn't make any sense. Uh, you see this here? This is this is my old workbench. I, I got it from my mentor. I got it from theirs. Yada yada. Uh, anyway, when I when I opened one of those cylinders up, I just spilled a drop on the bench and. Um, well, here, uh, and they pick up the cylinder again. And it's they kind of reclosed it, but it isn't quite closed right. So they kind of tilted a jar again, and they drop a drop on the workbench, and a little sprout comes up from this old wood, this old dead wood. Just a little little green sprout with a leaf on the end pops up. Uh, and Chad just looks at it for a second. And is like the only other place I've seen something like that happen was at the Sapling Festival when I was a kid. This stuff, it, it, it's a spirit, or it has the power of a spirit, but, but but on its own, it's completely inert. There's no personality. There's no will. I I don't know how it came to be in this form, but yeah. All right. So spirits are new territory for Gadget. She wasn't 100% convinced that they were factually um, real until relatively recently. Um, but she's very, very intrigued by this because, you know, if we are able to, um, sufficiently analyze this, there's going to be, she's confident there's going to be a way to figure this out. But for the second time in one day, Gadget's going to have to admit to herself that she might not be the best person to (laughs) figure this out. Uh, that magic stuff, that's more, that's more Quell's thing. Um, so... Yeah, just taking a look at uh, Shad's experiment here with the sapling growth. And she's like, you know what? We we actually have a word for this um, in my industry. And that's that's cool as shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I call it. Um, oh, what did you say? Uh, yeah. Assemblinadium <laughs> in your honor. Myriad <laughs> is. <laughs> but you got to. <laughs> And Shad kind of takes a step back. Is like, yeah, yeah, Myriad. What were you gonna say? It's uh, so so they. It's it's like a dead spirit. I don't know. I didn't know spirits could die, um, but like, it has the power like a spirit does. But it's in a glass, and that's probably not good. I I, I don't I don't like this because. Well, like, you know, spirits are, like, really important. Like, we celebrate spirits, but, like... Yeah. Uh, this makes me really uncomfortable, and this kind of kind of makes me, like... That's not that's not how spirits are supposed to... In a jar? No. And anyway, that's that's why I wanted you here, Myriad, because um, I can't keep quiet about this for long. I'm going to have to tell the elders, but I wanted to give you a heads up before I did. Yeah... 
Like, I'm not a huge fan of the elders, but I think the elders should know about this. Yeah. And I know you got this from somebody you're traveling with. And they, uh, they turned a gadget when they say that. Um, once people find out about this, they're not going to be safe here. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. That's why I've been telling people this whole time. Honestly, I, they're probably not super safe with me either, but like, <laughs> I don't think Augustine would let me hurt them. So, <laughs> now well, I, I knew I could count on you to handle it. I, I wasn't just going to narc out on you, but yeah, I, I do have to tell somebody. Yeah. I can give you a head start, though. Thanks. But what were you going to say, Gadget? <laughs> well, again, Gadget's not the greatest at social interaction or social cues. So she's trying to make the face that's supposed to look like empathetic and concerning. But deep down, she's feeling righteous and ecstatic that she was proven objectively correct that the Assemblinati are planning something uh, suspicious here. Uh, but yes, oh, isn't that terrible? You know, sacrilege, spirits, blah, blah, blah. But mostly, I told you guys. I was right. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, are you going to try to get that vial back? Because uh, it seems like Shad kind of wants to keep it to show the elders. Oh, but now Gadget wants it. <laughs> because now we have definite proof. You have two some... more. <laughs> Or did you already give those away? Oh, no, we still have a two, but... <laughs> <laughs> you still have the two, and we can show Quell and tell Quell what it is. And Augustine. Honestly, Myriad's not too happy that this person who's with dead spirits is on their ship. Uh, Gadget puts a hand on Myriad's shoulder. You are one of the smartest people I know. So what do you really? think we should do? You're one of the smartest people I know. <laughs> that's why we get so much stuff done together <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we could cut from that back to Chalice's face after uh, Quell just asked them what is this stuff anyway um, and I think Chalice kind of like just they look like they're thinking for a moment and they're like it's like I told you we call it, we call it filter um I caught that, but why all the secrecy? I didn't realize that it was hush-hush, and now I'm feeling a little concerned about what you may have been carrying, so I think you better spill it. Well, it's, I mean, you know, it's its powerful. It's like kind of like state secret stuff. I'm not supposed to talk about it with just anybody, but I figured I could, I could tell you. Well, sure. And I'm not a narc. I'm not going to turn you in or anything. But if you're my friend and I look out for you, you've got to look out for me. This stuff has been on our, our ship and now it's missing. I don't know. You got to give me something, Chalice, or else... I just don't want to run into any, any unexpected... Uh, well any unexpected obstacles if you get what i mean i mean i wish i could tell you more i really don't know that much about it uh augustine are you are you still inside or are you like listening to this um augustine would respect quell trying to 
get their time with Chalice. So okay, yeah, Quell Quell looks concerned. Uh, you know, she's she's been hugging Chalice and kind of keeping her voice low as she's been speaking to them in an effort to um, not draw any attention. Mm-hmm. But at this point, Quell, you know, has that that stubborn look on her face and and is looking at Charles not unkindly but definitely with a that sort of firm jaw you know steely uh square jaw look that she gets when she's feeling uh feeling determined to do something and not going to allow anyone to stand in her way Mm -hmm. and so she says all right, so you're telling me you don't know what's in there. I mean, I know that I know that we you drink it and it makes you know, it helps you with I like I said I was just going to show you, but you know, the the and Chalice kind of like looks around and kind of like walks over to I'm guessing you're talking like near the railing or something. Uh, and kind of leans over it and says, like, so the reason that I have it, like I said, is that my my old, um, my minder back from our class wanted me to have it because they were worried that it wouldn't be safe when I was out here. And so you use it with this, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like armor. It's called a, a filter frame. I have some piece. I have. I brought some of that too. Um, you use it together, and it can be like a weapon if you need it. It's. I never wanted to look at it. I never really wanted to touch it, even. But I. I had to take it to make them happy, and I can't just leave it out here. Well. All right. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't leave a weapon lying around either, Chalice, but you should have told us you had something like that when you brought it on board. It's a state secret, Quell. I can't just tell people about it. <laughs> Look, we're in international landberg waters here, okay? Like, you, you're... And Quell is kind of stumbling over her words as she's trying to say... There's no state out here. Your secrets mean <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so, so at this point, I think that it's a little more important that we have the information we need to re-obtain your filters than uh, you know than it is to just keep things on the the hush hush, the down low. So tell you what, let's grab the captain because the captain is the smartest guy I know. And we're going to go ahead and see what we can do about finding it. It's either on the ship or it's somewhere on this landberg. And at this point, Augustine would probably walk out because it's been a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that sounds like a good plan. Okay. So, Captain, uh, if you come join us, Quell is looking agitated and looks up at you and says, Captain, we are apparently missing a state secret. It's uh, at this point, uh, Chalice. Or at this point, Chalice kind of rubs their head and it's like it's it's a secret that it's secret too. Well, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that uh, the captain here got that something was secret the second you started making funny faces when I said that I was going to help you look for it. 
Yeah, you're probably right. Well, I have experience with state secrets, and they're never any good. I mean, it's like people in, people in the assemblage know about it, but we're not just supposed to, you know, parade it around. Anyway, uh, should we go back to the beluga? Yeah, I guess, but... Captain, do you have any idea where we might be able to find this thing? Have you done any looking or asked anybody any questions since I mentioned it while uh, while Gadget was working on The Cool Name Goes Here? I have a good idea of where we might find it. <laughs> Augustine <laughs> holding all the cards, as usual. <laughs> Quell, Quell perks up a little bit upon hearing this because... Uh, this seems like quite a snafu that she's found herself in. And to hear that the captain might have a way out of it is very comforting. Yeah, so I, th- I think the Beluga is a good destination at this point. All right. So which of your two groups here gets back to the Beluga first, do you think? Well, before we leave, is there any way that we could have just the just the vial that the filter came in from, not the not the contents of it, just the original vial. <laughs> well, I'm kind of worried that if I pour it into anything else, it's gonna like turn back into sand or or dirt. <laughs> but I'm worried I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could try to um, make take make an action roll of some kind here if you want to try to talk. Uh, Shad into this. Well, I think Shad's concerns are valid. Maybe we could alleviate his concerns if we Shad and I both study uh, the the what the file is actually made out of the, the actual container itself before we attempt to do any transfers. Yeah, you could you could try to study it somehow. Yeah, what are you doing? You got a nice little workshop here. Um. Well, I do have, you know, my my look similar to but it's legally distinct from a Nintendo Power Glove. Um, uh-huh. Has a feature where there is, um, you know, vision enhancing goggles. So I'm the sure that goggles we're are a- built into the glove. You I know never what? Picked up on that before. <laughs> no, no, no. They're they're linked like Bluetooth. Shh, I didn't misspeak. You misspoke. <laughs> oh. So are you taking out the glove or just the goggles? Oh, the goggles makes more sense. Okay. Being that you're using your eyes. Good job, me. <laughs> I passed kindergarten. I know so, how senses work. So it's not a situation where you just like make little goggles with your hands while you're holding the power glove <laughs> and you look yeah. through them. <laughs> uh, Technology's really not w- that advanced yet. <laughs> I want it to be one of those little like viewfinder toys, the red ones that you put uh, you put a disc into and then you can click through each image. There you go. Yeah, let, let's. That's that's. I accept that as canon. It's uh, it's a viewfinder, <laughs> legally distinct. Looks similar to a viewfinder. It kind of goes with the theme of our talkie tubes and. <laughs> it it also goes into the um, story that Augustine is just watching all of these kids. 
that too. Oh my God. Are we having like a Muppet Babies moment where all of this is just in our imagination? You're all playing and Nintendo a- out here. <laughs> and Augustine is just Nanny, you know, who occasionally comes in and checks in on us. Maybe you're spoiling the twist. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah so i got the little viewfinder i press the little lever down to mm-hmm. enhance uh the visuals and i want to study this uh container uh, okay uh yeah i think this is just a fortune roll studying it um Dookie. yeah nice a four a six and a four okay so i think you're able to deduce by the um refractive qualities <laughs> And the you know the smell and maybe just like a little bit of the color you and Shad working here together are able to tell that this is like a lead lined vial. Um, it's like a you know it's got a thin sheet of lead that I don't know if you could actually see through lead. I think there's like a, such a thing as leaded glass, isn't there? Yeah, uh, I feel like that's a thing. I think so. Leaded I believe so. Glass. I mean, there's uranium glass. I'm lead sure glass, commonly glass. called crystal, is a variety of glass in which lead replaces the calcium content of a typical potash glass. So yeah, it's like it's like lead glass just with extra lead. I like to imagine that it's you know like vintage with a fancy decanter and a wine bottle stopper, like overly ornate. It actually is it. overly ornate. Yeah, um, it's got like that filigree on the cap on the cap ends, like I described. Love it. All right, yeah, if it's lead-lined, we can easily substitute this file for a different one, and uh, we can definitely replace the contents of the original files with something that could be, at a glance, (laughs) passed off as the original contents. (laughs) We've done this before. We fooled real spirits, so... What is Myriad doing this whole time while these... These scientists are working on their project. Myriad is just sitting on a stool, head in hands, like, oh my god. (laughs) Like, really conflicted about this whole thing, because, like, on one hand, Chalice is a job for us, so, like, Mm -hmm. that's money. We can't let Chalice die. Um, But on the other hand, Chalice is carrying around dead spirits, in a vial that's not okay why is this person on our ship i don't want that (laughs) um so just myriad is just like head and hands having a crisis okay fair well i think give it a little time you and um you and shad will be able to you know safely transfer it over wearing you know your big big lead line gloves um yeah and you're you're letting um shad keep it uh and gadgets did i say myriad did i say myriad instead of gadget because i said i wasn't gonna do that i don't Um, think you did gadget and myriad gadget and shod wow (laughs) wow gadget and shod working together can transfer it that's not a big deal um and i think in, in that case um chalice augustine and quell would probably arrive back at the beluga first um did you want to like try to look around the beluga real quick, or are you going to wait until they get back? Well, I mean, if Augustine sees that they're not here, he's not going to fret about searching the beluga, mm-hmm. since he knows. Yeah. Okay, so 
you know, some time passes, and I think you could probably do could have like a little bit of an uncomfortable like uh, moving out thing, you know, where you're getting like the rest of. Honestly, it's not like Chalice had totally moved in, right? They just had that trunk. Um, but you can kind of, you know, get get help get their stuff back together just to have something to do while you're waiting for others to show up. Uh, Myriad and Gadget will get back to the ship eventually. Probably like, you know, maybe an hour later to allow for time for all this. So, what, uh, what does that look like? All right. Um, I know the clock is ticking. What Gadget wants to do is think of a way to uh, do an old switcheroo. Um, create a believable looking false substance inside these uh, inside the original vials. Just so we can hand it back to Chalice. Make her think that the contents were untouched. Make, mm-hmm. make Captain Dad happy. But also keep this dangerous substance out of the hands of the Assemblinati. And then when it's safe to do so, um, catch the rest of the team up to speed. But you're only keeping one third of this dangerous substance out of the hands of the Assemblinati. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, if, if uh, Gadget honestly didn't think of that, then that's fine. Uh, <laughs> Just wanted to remind you. Yeah, if only we had more time. That's the problem. Um, I guess if you, um, what you could do is you could make extra, right? And you could just swap it real quick while you're like, okay, I'll go and get it. Oh, absolutely we could. So that's, that's something you could do if you wanted to try to, to push a little harder. If you're okay with that, I'd love to explore that option. Sure. So what do you, uh... When you get to the beluga, yeah, I think uh, the three of them are, are kind of working around and, you know, probably uh, Chalice is maybe helping you uh, get ready to embark again, you know. And I think things are probably like a little tense, right? But like they, they still, you know, are, are trying to be helpful. Um, but what is your plan? Okay. Gadget when you show up. Oh, <laughs> all right. We could do this. All right. Stressful situation's not her forte, but if we can just make it back to my workshop where I got enough knickknacks and tchotchkes to uh, to uh, be able to create this false item. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping to God that Myriad is able to create just a little bit of a distraction. I don't need a lot of time. I just, just need <laughs> enough time. To switch out just just two more vials, and then uh, we'll think of a good lie to tell Chalice where we found them after the fact. <laughs> okay. So I guess my question is: is does Ag- will Augustine see Gadget coming in? Gadget's not a subtle person. Mm-hmm. She is a liar, but she's not a good liar. Um, <laughs> There's, Nobody's a good liar I, against Augustine. Oh, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she's not going to be very sneaky about it. Um, if she bumps into Augustine on her way to her workshop, she might be like, I just need a few more minutes to, to find the item we're looking for. Um, but she's going to be placed in Myriad's hands to create a distraction for Chalice. Mm-hmm. 
chalice uh, i mean do you make it clear that like okay we have it i just need to go grab it to augustine yes to chalice no okay well i mean chalice isn't going to be like you know following you around chalice doesn't know you're the one who has it she better not follow me to my workshop i mean they <laughs> better not follow me to my workshop mm-hmm. is it in your workshop or is it on you <laughs> Anyways, because <laughs> Augustine would know if you say, "I just need a moment to go grab it." No, Augustine, we got this. <laughs> we got this. Just a few more minutes, okay? All right. <laughs> what are you doing, Gadget? I'm writing a wrong. That's not a lie. I believe that writing the wrong is the other direction. Ah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, I don't want to make. Hey, Gustin, <laughs> mind your own business. <laughs> I believe this is partially him. my business. Uh, so, Mary, it's the only one on the ship that doesn't call Augustine Captain. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. And speaking of people who call Augustine Captain, what is Quell right now? Well, Quell would have been helping Chalice pack up their stuff, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, Quell is pretty has been waiting for Myriad and Gadget to come back because Quell, as far as Quell knows, the only wrong that has been done is that Chalice, a perfectly nice, uh, you know, client who has been entrusted to the care of the crew of the Beluga has had their possessions rifled through, has had something stolen from them. And now uh, Quell has made it her personal mission to obtain these items and return them to Chalice, uh, who, you know, she has become fond of and kind of uses a, uh, you know, a younger sibling in some ways. So, Upon hearing any sound of Gadget being back on the beluga, including maybe nervously laughing as Augustine attempts <laughs> to question her, uh, I, Quell is going to come charging out into the, the, the hallway. Is that what they call it on the beluga? Whatever area this conversation is taking place in. Corridor? Gangway? I don't know. No, it's not okay. a gangway. I know that no. much. Uh, are you bringing Chalice with you, or are you trying to sh- to shake them for the time being? Uh, I think that Quell isn't partic- is not like specifically bringing Chalice with her, mm-hmm. but she's also not not bringing Chalice. She's not like, hey, stay here. Mm-hmm. She just you know moves quickly out of the room as soon as she hears that familiar anxious okay. laughter. <laughs> Ch- Chalice follows you then. Uh- and here we are all here we all are in the central corridor of the beluga yes we are so then you've made it back safely what treasures have you found (laughs) during your time in the treetops of arberlin anything that would be particularly valuable or important to oh i don't know our client Oh, yes, there's a lot to catch you up on. But first, Myriad, I need you to show our honored guest to the way of the the break room to treat themselves 
to some light refreshments before we embark. I need to talk to you. Who do you say that to? Uh, I ask Myriad to take Chalice away, and I make it clear to uh, Quell and Augustine that we, we need to talk. <laughs> Myriad does not quite understand, but uh, gently shuffles Chalice away. <sighs> um, uh, this is going to be a roll willing. of some kind just to see how successful <laughs> if Chalice is willing. If Chalice is not willing, then I mean, um, Myriad will not shuffle Chalice away. They're not going to resist. I just want to see how successful you are at making this smooth, you know? I believe in you, Myriad. Oh, this is not going to be smooth. Oh. I wasn't trying to make it smooth. Well, okay, I guess if you're literally just like, please come this way, um, then yeah, Chalice isn't going to like immediately just say like, no, screw you. Uh, Chalice will like kind of look back at, at Quell and the others and be like, but I think they might be talking about my, and then they stop themselves like, wait, I'm not supposed to talk about it either. Uh, and they're like, oh, okay, a drink sounds great. <laughs> uh, and they follow you. We'll just be a moment. And I make some lemonade. <laughs> okay, with the lemon tree. With the skull in the in the pot. <laughs> the final resting place of Atlantis purple. Or is it Bermuda purple? I don't remember. Um, I think it was Bermuda purple. Okay. Uh, 